0: this is start making sense the weekly podcast of the nation magazine and i'm john Weiner. now it's time to talk about republicans in the senate 20 will need to vote to convict trump if he's going to be removed from office is that possible for comment and analysis we turn to ellie mistal He's executive editor of Above the Law, as well as the legal editor of WNYC's More Perfect. And he's a contributing writer for The Nation. Ellie, welcome back.
1: Thanks for having me, John.
0: You need 67 votes in the Senate to convict and remove a president who's been charged by the House with high crimes and misdemeanors. And there are only 47 Democrats or independents. That means you need... 20 Republicans to break ranks and vote for removal. Let's assume for the moment that we have Mitt Romney. That means we need 19 more. And everybody says that's an impossible number to reach. The first obstacle we need to consider is the Democratic leadership of the Senate. What's your assessment of Chuck Schumer's readiness for battle?
1: Yeah, it's very low, right? I mean you're saying let's assume we have Mitt Romney. I'm premising this on that we have Joe Manchin and <laughs> Kristen Cinema and that's not a fait complete, right? And yeah. I think that's the kind of stuff that starts to fall on Schumer's head. Like Schumer has not shown himself as an effective leader for keeping his own people in line, to keeping for keeping his own Democrats on message. So when it comes to actually advocating for uh, you know to change the minds of the republicans schumer hasn't done the kinds of things that one would want you know a strong minority leader to use right he hasn't used the guerrilla tactics he hasn't he hasn't done the stunts he hasn't done the protests he hasn't he's not out there constantly you know making the case and making the argument for the president's criminality so i don't have a whole lot of faith in the, in the Democratic minority leader in the Senate, which to me means that, you know, the people are going to have to do this themselves.
0: And you think that the people themselves may make a conviction in the Senate possible, that it's not hopeless. And your first piece of evidence here, cited in the, at thenation.com, is a conservative website called The Daily Caller. I don't know The Daily Caller. What is The Daily Caller?
1: It's like, I don't know, Tucker Carlson dude bros living in their own echo chamber. Trust me, I only I only read the Daily Caller when I want to understand the complete weakness of the conservative intellectual argument, or just make myself feel better because I understand science. Like so so I, I don't I don't put the journalistic integrity of the Daily Caller um, at a particularly high level. However, they are super. It's a super conservative website, and the Daily Caller Caller claims to have polled all 53 republican senators and found that only seven of them ruled out impeachment outright and even for those seven i think three or four of them were mainly making process arguments like we have it's there's been no due process or whatever um they're talking about and those process arguments will fail by the time we get to the senate when Trump will have the opportunity to be put on trial and cross-examine witnesses and bring his own witnesses if he wants to put Giuliani on the stand and see how that goes for him
0: so in your piece in the nation you say the place to start in looking for those 20 republican votes is with the republicans up for re-election there's 23 of them Some of them, of course, are never going to vote to remove Trump. The names Lindsey Graham and Moscow Mitch come to mind, but but there are others. Aren't there some others?
1: Yeah, I mean, like, bottom line, 23 Republicans have to vote on whether or not to convict a president who, by the time we get through the Senate trial, will have been it, it will be publicly obvious that he abused his power in an attempt to extort Ukraine, right? They're going to have to vote on whether or not they think that's wrong, and then in November face their voters in their state. And so while we think that, again, conventional wisdom says, well, they'll never break because they're, they're worried about their own jobs, maybe they'll be worried about their own jobs. Of the 23 Republican senators running, um, Trump's approval rating is underwater or near or just break even in ten of those states, which account for eleven senators because Georgia has to run both of their senators this time. So if you can start to break through there with the in the with, with the senators in the states where Trump's numbers are already underwater, to say nothing of the fact that his numbers in all likelihood, will get worse as much as more of this information comes out publicly. Like, that's how you start to break the dam. These people, they're politicians, so their primary concern is keeping their job. And if they start to feel like hanging on to Trump is not a life raft, but instead a weight around their ankles, they might well ditch him.
0: And... We also have to remember we're not talking about a vote this week. We're talking about a vote in a couple of months.
1: Public hearings, public trials. Again, the Senate process should be an actual trial-like setting, right? That could be a problem for people who have to run in Colorado or Florida or Georgia or North Carolina or Iowa um, this this uh, in 2020, and by naming those states, I just told you that you know you could see movement from Cory Gardner or Susan Collins or Joni Ernst, right? Like there are a lot of Republicans that could potentially start to cut bait with Donald Trump after this trial.
0: What's what do you think is a realistic target number? How how many of the 23 Republicans facing reelection might vote to remove Trump from office?
1: I mean, again, it's – I'm trying to be hopeful and optimistic that there is a core of decency in the Republican Party. Um, And many people have gone broke uh, believing that that (laughs) existed, right? But, you know, of the 23, if we got 10 – if we got 10 of those 23 people running, Republicans running for reelection to break, like that would be significant. And that would put us kind of well on the way to actually impeaching him.
0: So let's stick with this core of decency idea for a minute. Of those who are not running for reelection, how many might have this core of decency?
1: At least 10 of them run around all the time pretending like they have a conscience. Mitt Romney, Mike Lee, Lisa Murkowski, Ben Sass, these people, Rand Paul, these people act like they got into politics, they got into the Senate for some higher constitutional purpose than mere partisan politics. Now, I tend to think that they're hypocrites, right? I, I look at their votes on Kavanaugh. I look at their votes on their refusal to stand up for Merrick Garland, and I, and I call hypocrisy on their actions most of the time. But if they want to pretend like they have a conscience, then the clear evidence that we already know, but will be made even more clear and more public, that Trump extorted the Ukraine should arguably move a constitutionalist like Rand Paul or Ted Cruz. I mean, this, if they vote for acquittal, then what they're essentially saying is that the impeachment clause in the Article 1 of the Constitution just no longer applies. And they might be willing to save, say that to save their own hide, but when you talk about these people who don't even have to run for re-election, what hide is Ben Sass saving, right? Like, what, what does Mike Lee gain at this point from continuing to support a corrupt and likely criminal president, it's, it's, you, you can lose a lot of money betting on Republicans to do the right thing. But if you've already got maybe like five, six, seven Democrat, uh, Republicans running for re-election who are against impeachment, and you've already got Mitt Romney, and you've already got Lisa Murkowski, then the pressure on a Ben Sass or a Mike Leach or even a Ted Cruz starts to look different I'm hoping
0: <laughs> i'm I'm hoping that's a, a great way of putting it. We still need a few more votes after the ones who are up for reelection, after the ones who might have a conscience. Is there any place else to find a couple more votes among Senate Republicans?
1: and this is where I say, like it takes the people. like you have to put real activism, grassroots pressure. On these people to make it very clear to them that if they don't. You know, vote for conviction, there will be political consequences to pay, if not now, then somewhere down the line. So I look at somebody like Pat Toomey in Pennsylvania. Did you guys know there's a Republican senator from Pennsylvania? He's like the only Republican senator <laughs> left, like north of the Mason-Dixon line, right? Like, I, I think that it will be difficult for a guy like Pat Toomey to vote to acquit President Trump if the people of Pennsylvania are putting enough pressure on him, telling them that they will remember his vote when he's up for re-election. I think Ron Johnson, who actually seems to be somewhat implicated in in some of this stuff, Ron Johnson in Wisconsin, simply because like he is, you know, also an international kind of Ukrainian person, so he might have had some dealings uh, around this. Ron Johnson knows that what Trump did is wrong, whether or not he's willing, he's obviously not willing to say that now. But, you know, Wisconsin is not a safe state for a Republican. Um, Could you get Ron Johnson? Could you get Rick Scott and Marco Rubio? I mean, these, Florida is notoriously, you know, evenly split, evenly matched, whatever Trump's underwater in Florida. Like the, like is, is Rick Scott or Marco Rubio willing to stake their political futures on defending the Trump presidency? Because I'll tell you this, John, and I've told this to a lot of people, a vote for, for the acquittal of Donald Trump is going to look worse over time especially if Trump actually gets acquitted, right? Like we have seen with the Ukraine thing that this, this Ukrainian scandal is a direct result of Donald Trump feeling emboldened after the Mueller report. If he survives impeachment, how emboldened will he feel then and what additional crimes will he commit after that? And so when you think about voting to acquit you know, the president, it's a lot like being on a parole board. You want to be merciful, you want to be whatever, but you let the you let the wrong guy off of parole. They go, they get released, and they go out and commit more crimes. That's kind of on your head, and I think that that will be on the head of a Rick Scott or a Marco Rubio or some of these people in you know very contentious states if they acquit Trump and then he goes on and commits even more crimes.
0: Your analysis at TheNation.com dot com concludes on what I think is an utterly brilliant point. You say instead of trying to find the 20 Republicans whose votes are needed to convict, let's look at it the other way and try to count to the 34 Republicans needed to acquit the president. Are there 34 solid votes to acquit? Will there be in a few months after the hearings and the trial have been on TV?
1: I I reframed it that way just because. The assumption, the, again, again, the mainstream, the mainstream conventional assumption, is that Republicans start on acquittal and have to be brought over. But what if, besides the seven people that the Daily Caller found out, Republicans start honestly not knowing, right? Like, honest, be, being somewhat open. Either way, if you start from that premise and then try to count to 34 Republicans who have to proactively go out there and take a vote saying that this president's actions are legal and fine and constitutional. I don't know a lot about Mike Crapo in Idaho, but like you're a Republican for Idaho. (laughs) Fine. You're probably (laughs) you know, you're probably not gettable. Right. But you. But when you count one by one by one. Getting all the way to 34, I'm just saying it's not a fait accompli. And that's really the point of my article. That's what I want liberals and people who care about the rule of law to understand. This fight is not over in the Senate as long as we, the people, go fight for it.
0: Ellie Mistal, he did the numbers on Republican votes in the Senate. You can read it at thenation.com. Thank you, Ellie. This was great. Thank
1: you, John, so much.